One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Good day. How are you? Good. You look pretty. Thanks. You have nice lips. Thank I've always you. said that. I think I've said that since on the ground floor. You have fairly puffy lips for a woman of middle age. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. That's good. That is Thank a you. good thing. That is a good thing. You have nice assets. Thank you. You know what I mean? I think. I think. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. No problem. Appreciate that. And I just yeah. mean like uh, your entire inventory of things about you. <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah. I just did a personal audit on you while you were sitting here. Thank you. Pouting. Mm-hmm. So what the hell is going on with Jamie Foxx? I don't know anything. Where is he? What does that mean? His family's like preparing for him to pass away. In the hospital. I had no idea about any of this. It's like... This is all new. Did you, is this a story no, this, you sent us? Doctors say Jamie Foxx is lucky to be alive after his medical complication. It was reported that he suffered a stroke. He had to be revived. He is very lucky to be alive. They say blood pressure could have caused it. Blood pressure could have caused it? Like high blood pressure, presumably. What does that mean? Uh... Any more information? Because I don't have this in front of me, so I don't know anything about it. So if you have no, to, I'm if just, you're continuing just, this Well, story, I mean, then... the news, he's been, something happened weeks ago, medical thing. Um, But I just think it's very. He seems awfully young for that, doesn't yes, he? Yes, like in good shape. Yeah, I would think so. Although I do hear people say that everybody in Hollywood who's in good shape is all on, you know. Drugs? Steroids or whatever. Like Steroids? Like, guys in Hollywood who are, like, have good bodies when they're, like, older, that they're all, like, on stuff. I don't know. Oh. Well, I mean, this sounds like a stroke. He's suffering a medical emergency. It sounds like it's, it was a stroke. 
That's crazy. But you just didn't see it with him. He seemed very young and vibrant. He's a very talented guy. I yeah, he to... did seem really young. He does seem... How old it, it even is Jamie Foxx? Hold on. He's 55. Wow. He looks great. Yeah. He seems younger than you. No offense. Yes, I know. <laughs> no, it should have been me. This is ridiculous. Okay. You know, it's okay. Snoop's my age. You know, he's a year older than me. This is okay. just... This is just very interesting. Jamie Foxx, we hope you pull through. Yes, we definitely do. So the big Talented news guy. is tonight, well, it doesn't matter because you guys will have heard it by now. Um, the Trump CNN town hall, so we haven't heard it yet. But I get the feeling that the town hall is going to be, he's going to successfully scare away educated women, to including any who may have so, been. But I think that, and, you know, regardless of what happens in the actual town hall, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know I what's find this marriage of Trump and CNN mm-hmm. to be so fascinating because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Tapper is at CNN, right? Right. but the, And so he's it, Mr. Like, I won't have liars on. And they've, like, banned him from Twitter. Remember when he first went to talk at CPAC? After the January 6th stuff, it was like the first time he'd given a speech since his presidency. And like, if you played parts of the speech, YouTube like would cut you off. Like YouTube wouldn't show the speech on there. Oh, is that and, true? Like, yeah. It was like a big deal. They were like, oh no, we're not going to platform this dangerous insurrectionist. And now CNN's like having him on for this his own like personalized town hall and they're not having other candidates on. And it's... It's so, so telling this symbiotic relationship that he has with the media and how much they want him to be a thing and how much they made him a thing originally in 2016. But then for them to turn around and do this and and promote this event, really, I mean, he went out and said it's because of ratings, right? And everybody well, go watch this to give them Trump ratings. But, you know, obviously it is because of ratings. But they're willing to... The same group of people are willing well, to one day... Well, they're under management. But the brave reporters are willing one day to tell us that this man is such a dangerous insurrectionist. <laughs> we can't possibly platform him or anyone who works right. for him on our important news platform. And now you're like having a whole event that's just about him to promote him to the voters of New Hampshire in an early primary state. Like, I mean... What's that in-kind campaign contribution worth? Do they have to report that to the Federal Elections Commission? It's a town hall. I mean, I mean, but is it not a massive... I, it just seems crazy to me. They're not doing it for the other candidates, though, are they? Well, I don't know. I mean, are they doing one for Biden? Are they doing I'm sure one, CNN would do for, one for Biden? I'm sure. Are they, they do- doing one for any of the other Republicans? Are they doing one for Vivek or Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis or anybody? I mean, I know Ron DeSantis isn't technically declared, but he's the highest polling person, and he's going to be declared like probably before the end of the month. In well, the next I'm sure couple that, weeks. That with the Tucker stuff, there was proof of the Tucker stuff that the that the Murdochs have declared war on Trump. So Trump is saying, "Okay, efforts, then I'll go to your competition." And CNN desperately needs the ratings; they need a boost. Makes sense for them. I mean, they're. They're badly hurting. So I mean, but it it undermines everything the people 
on CNN have been telling us. They've been lying whores forever. (laughs) Have been telling us for two and a half years that Trump or even before that, really, but like that, you know, Trump is this super dangerous insurrection. Like, is he a super dangerous insurrectionist or is he just kind of a wacky presidential candidate that's fine to have on like you know you well, guys I, I make up your mind also new, new management sending a message to the staff saying uh the sales department is now your boss as well and we've made a decision that we're doing this and if you don't like it you can leave just like lemon just like uh, cuomo and everybody else you can go but uh so i think I, it's a just pure business decision i think cnn is trying to rebrand i think they were very honest about that um i mean sure i just find it odd and i find it odd from trump like hasn't he been burned enough yeah but everybody the murdoch's burned him so where's he supposed to go well i'm not saying that i'm just saying like he's still so willing and this is one of the things that i find frustrating about trump is it's like the stuff from his deposition too right like, and the stuff that he's been tweeting since his stupid court case is it's like he only hurts himself. And the well, people yes. at so CNN are dep- not his. The, the people at CNN when are. When you not- said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her, I see her, I hear what she says, whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. I'm being, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. Yeah, the connotation is, of course, that if she was hot enough, the, he would rape her. It's, <laughs> he's, she, he's saying he does. She he doesn't, doesn't rate do himself any favors. Right. Well, the, 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 that's the thing that's going to be tonight. Caitlin Collins obviously is going to come out with eleven questions about the rape and he's going to be cold and dismissive and possibly t- say something personal about her although he probably thinks she makes the grave well who knows but so so he so he's going to be terrible tonight because and cnn's going to i guarantee you they are crafting tonight's uh town hall around reaction to trump being blasé about the rape stuff because he thinks it's all bull crap and i believe him i think it's all bs too and he thinks he's being. I think a lot of people think it's bald bleep. And right, I think but that, they, but he was. And I think a lot of people who don't it. even like Trump, but he's going to appeal it too. It's not like a yeah, final no, decision until the CNN's end of time. Do with this and right? tomorrow so morning. So the thing is, I mean, a lot of people who don't even like Trump think that this civil case right, is ridiculous. Everybody knows it's ridiculous, and this lady's nuts. But the but the thing is. Is it what are they going to make out of it? That right. I think assume by tomorrow morning they're going to have Wendy Murphy and eleven other uh, attorneys on and feminist uh, feminists are finally going to show themselves again and 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 talk about how damaging this was and that'll be interesting to see what this does inside CNN if Trump's mm-hmm. like she's a liar just like, whatever. But I mean, I guess so. My thing is like. Trump goes into this and he does this all the time. Like every interview, he gives them so much to do stuff with. And it's like, do you ever learn that they're not your friend? 
He doesn't care. He likes the I fact mean, that, like, that they're... I mean, he, they, loved, he still talks to Maggie Haberman. It's remarkable. I mean, but that's the thing. And it's like... And he does all this stuff at his rallies, you know, calling them the lying press. And they go like, oh, he's against the free press. This guy talks to you more than anybody on the planet has ever talked to you. Yes. Like, he's the most transparent yes. guy in history. He tells you exactly what's on his mind at every given time. Yeah. To his own detriment. Like, he just... It's like they give him enough rope and he just takes it every time, like the opportunity. He's, I I don't know. And it doesn't make me think that he's necessarily like learned any of the lessons of. No. Because the other big lesson that I think he should be taking away from the whole rape sexual abuse trial thing um, that he doesn't seem to be, as far as I can tell, is that, you know, they're going to keep doing this stuff. Like, they, I mean, if they couldn't figure out a way, they will throw him in prison. They passed a law just so she could accuse him of rape. I know. In New I York. Mean, this like, is such a... I know. But so the, that's the thing. And like, they couldn't, she could accuse him of rape in this case, be, but only in the civil trial. But like, if they had a way to actually send him to jail, they would. They've been fantasizing mm-hmm. about it for eight years now. They're not going to let it go. And look at like the George Santos stuff, which... um. You know, it it mostly boils down to him being shifty about money with some companies and people who thought they were donating to his campaign, but were donating to the George Santos personal mm-hmm. fund money fund, um, you know, through passing money through his various companies and stuff, um, which all these sort of politicians are grifters mm-hmm. particularly politicians who like he thought that he was were uh, um you know run in districts that are going to be very tough to win and they try and get a lot of headlines raise a lot of money this is people like kim classic and you know people who run against aoc and stuff like that just to get attention put money into their campaign coffers and and run these campaigns that are essentially little money laundering mills. Right. Um, and, you know, they do it and as long as you file the paperwork right, most of it's legal. And, you know, but his in particular was not. He had the misfortune of his campaign actually winning, which I don't think he intended to do necessarily. And, you know, because the Democrats happened to run a bad candidate uh, Democrats happened to do worse in New York, uh, largely because of Lee Zeldin, than they were supposed to do. Um, you know, New York had a real like red wave, and he got swept up in it. And now he's in Congress, and they don't want him there, so they're really going to go for him because yeah. because he's vulnerable. And like we've talked about this before, there. You know that uh, they had. Did you see the stuff I sent you that there are former staffers of his leaking that the FBI was recruiting them to inform on him like yes. from the second he got elected? I heard that Jerry talked about it. And like we've kind of talked about this before that maybe it's possible that anybody like Biden, anybody in Congress, I mean Tucker was saying this and that thing with Tulsi from a few months ago too, kind of saying like there's all these members of Congress and the Senate and stuff who are like being spied on by these intelligence agencies and the DOJ and everything. And, you know, I think that a lot of these, um, these people who are in these high positions 
are handling enough money, privy to enough classified information, you know, have enough stuff going on that if you want to get them on something, not filing forms right, not doing your stuff correctly, um, oh, you know, course, course. moving money around. Like you could really get any of them if you tried on it. And the idea is you play nice and we won't get you on it. But the people that, you know, that stick their heads up too much they'll take you down or or they'll take you down just to prove a point like with George Santos. I don't think he's particularly dangerous to anybody. No, he's, he's not even he's a backbencher. He can't get idiot. a gig there. By the way, um, he's been defenestrated one minute ago by Kevin McCarthy who says he will not support... That he's off the committees and stuff? He won't support... Rep, he's not on any committees, I don't think. Oh. That he will not su- support uh, Rep. George Santos for re-election after the New York Republican was indicted. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, they, it is what did, it is. But what they did is, is the, they did McCarthy and the Republicans a favor. But yeah, but this is to send a message, you know, to everybody. It's to send a message to the people in Congress and to Republicans in general that you know, play nice, be the good kind of uniparty politician who's going to go along, go along mm. with all the Ukraine spending, go along with leaving the administrative state there, go along with all this stuff. Or we will get you. We will find a way and we will get you. And like, and they're not done trying to get Trump. There's more indictments coming. And like, he tweeted that it's a witch hunt. But part of me is like, I still don't know if he really gets that this like really is a witch hunt. Like, they're really going to actually probably try oh, yeah. and send him to and, jail and if the, he gets reelected. Yeah. And like, and, and, of course, they'll do the same thing to DeSantis and to anybody else. Not right? anybody else. Right now, the 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 things that the, the, the House Republicans rolled out today on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were freaking pretty much everything you need. There's much more. It's a much stronger case. They've got paper, paper trail. They've got wire transfers. It's a much stronger case than anything they impeached Trump for. I mean, Joe Biden's goose is cooked. The reports. The the key word in that phrase is the word suspicious. There are 170 of those reports, many of them put together by the Treasury Department of our government in the Obama-Biden administration. So 170 of those that the committee has reviewed, thousands of pages of bank records the committee has reviewed, and that has told us that there are now multiple, as Mr. Donald just said, multiple LLCs receiving money from foreign entities and paying that money out to multiple members of the Biden family. And the fundamental question is the one Byron just raised. For what? What did they do? What was the business? What service did they provide? What value did they add? What did they do to warrant receipt of the money? That is the fundamental question. And no one seems to have an answer to that fundamental question. But Mr. Comer, Chairman Comer and the team, that's what we're looking into trying to get. And I would just say this, too. Why not just come clean? Mm -hmm. Why not just be honest with us? Why not tell us the truth? But I would tell you this. I think it's. So. um, So. Did you hear the, the the list of who got payments from these foreign entities? No, I didn't hear. It's the whole every list. Biden person, including grandkids, for foreign entities. I mean, of course, nobody in the family has a job except for being related to Joe Biden. That's the whole grift. Yeah. And Bo was supposed to be the successor to continue the grift on into the next generation, but it didn't work out. So now that's why they keep forcing him to go out there and pretend to be the president. It's remarkable. This is damning stuff. And if the, if the press gives this a leaving alone, meanwhile, you see Trump 
you know, dealing with another mm-hmm. lawsuit and another indictment. Good luck. Here's Comer. Instead of being with honest with the American people, President Biden has claimed since the 2020 election that his family has not received money from China. That was a lie in 2020, and he continues to lie to the American people now. The Bidens have received millions of dollars from China. It is inconceivable that the president did not know it. The White House refuses to correct the president's statements, showing the president is now using the federal government to run interference for his families and his own role in these schemes. It's amazing. And the thing, this guy Comer is pretty good at this, too. The committee has reviewed thousands of bank records from individuals and companies affiliated with the Bidens and their associates. It has received these bank records pursuant to four subpoenas I've issued to different banks. These were targeted and specific subpoenas, and each was different based on the information we believed the banks possessed. Every one of those subpoenas returned valuable information that had been unreported and that contributed to this committee's understanding of how the Bidens conducted their businesses. The committee is concerned by the complicated, suspicious network of over 20 companies we have identified the Bidens and their associates used to enrich themselves. Most of these companies were limited liability companies formed during Joe Biden's vice presidency. Mm -hmm. The bank records show the Biden family, their associates, and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals and their companies. Some of that money came from a Chinese company and went to Hunter Biden's company. Other transfers occurred with the help of Rob Walker, who then sent it on to different Biden family members. This is not how lawful businesses operate. Well, Chinese right. And not- here's the thing. And so and a lot of people then bring up they do the like, what about like, well, what about Trump and mm-hmm. his hotels and foreign people went to his hotels? You know what the difference is, is that Trump had a hotel business before he became president, before he even talked about running for president. Right. The hotels existed. None of the like you might think Trump was always a little bit of a carnival barker in his the way he ran his businesses and his whole persona and, you know, selling stuff with his name on it and all the stuff. Like, you might not like it, but they were selling all that stuff before he had any access to any political connections, right? So he was selling ties that said Trump and steaks that said Trump and vodka that said Trump and buildings that said Trump and casinos that said Trump or whatever, all the things that he did. He was doing all that stuff beforehand you know so then it's like yeah there's a little bit of a conflict there when other when businesses then like use the hotel it does like kind of indirectly enrich trump but the problem with these biden businesses is like he's saying they were formed during the these vice presidency shops none like of the, these people yes. had a career or did no. anything with themselves until biden was vice president China wasn't paying Hunter Biden until his dad was vice president. And everyone intuitively knows that Trump had a hotel business beforehand. You know, he didn't he didn't. Right. No, he no. didn't become president and then start throwing now, up fake now, hotels in China. To, like, that's not how that works. There is plenty of ways, obviously, to buy influence with Trump. No doubt about that. You know, the sure. world seemed to stay at the Trump D.C. hotel. Mostly, so, so would I want, if I was... Uh, the, mostly, you don't even really need money to buy influence with Trump. You just need to say nice things right. about him and he'll, but, he'll but, give but, but, you but what do, you want. Do you want. suppose there was 
scrutiny on the Trump administration? Of course. For justice? Absolutely. So here's my question to you. Mm -hmm. Certainly Republicans should absolutely impeach Biden. There's yeah, no definitely. I mean, he's not going to be removed from office because they don't have the Senate, right? right? But, but yeah, but they should do an something. impeachment vote. But sure. Let me ask Why you not? Something. Yeah. They certainly should. They, I mean, you can start with this. You can go to Afghanistan. You can go to this. You could program. do the border. You could do the student loan stuff. You could do the eviction stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you could there, the vaccine mandates. You could but, impeach but, this guy for all, I want to impeach him for all of them. My question to you is this. Impeach him 50 times. My question to you is this, though. Is that what Democrats want? So they can say, like, the Republicans aren't doing anything. They're no. Just... So that they can say, ah, Joe, looks like you've got to call it quits, buddy. Sorry. But then they get Kamala. Well, right. But at least she's 56 years younger than he is. Well, and at least then, too. They make at get least Kamala then anyway. Too, at least then, too, it turns the 2024 race into an open race. Right. Instead of a race with an incumbent. Right, Who's and then running? Newsom can step in there, and he and Kamala can battle it out. I'm sure that they've got bad blood between them. Or, I don't know. <laughs> or not. Uh, considering they were <laughs> hanging out. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... It, it, but it's remarkable. He goes through... I don't know how anybody can even, like, uh, disagree that... This is how the Biden family makes all their well, money. Well, let's listen to a great part of today's to Joe Biden. Great part of today's presser. She's asking about the nine family members. Mm-hmm. Well, since you asked, I will tell you. Uh, Joe Biden's son, Joe Biden's brother. Joe Biden's brother's wife, Hunter Biden's girlfriend or Bo Biden's widow, however you wanted to write that. Yeah. Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Hunter Biden's current wife, and three children of the president's son and the president's brother. So we're talking about grandchildren, a grandchild. That's odd. Most people that work hard every day, his grandchild doesn't get a wire from a foreign national or anything like that. So, Remarkable. Uh, that'll right. conclude our... So there you go. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, there's always a little bit of some of this. I mean, Kamala has family members that sell stuff with her name on it, too. Um, So that stuff's out. That type of grift is like out there oh yeah but Midas Touch says whoa shocking reports about House Republican Oversight Chair James Comer's past behavior are once again being resurfaced James Comer's ex-girlfriend says Comer repeatedly abused her both physically and mentally huh hmm why is Midas Touch running into this uh this uh melee yeah it's remarkable it's remarkable stuff it's so I, I mean I just love seeing it and he he was Biden was no bueno. Uh, was it yesterday? He was hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. He was... When he tried to spell a billion. Oh. That one. <laughs> I don't know if we even have that one in there, but yeah, it's... um. He's not in good shape. It's unclear to me how he's going to do a whole campaign. No, he can't. He can't do a whole campaign. Um, Mr. McCarthy said that he asked you numerous times if there was anywhere in the federal budget for cuts, but he did not get an answer. So is there a got a specific answer. I got a specific answer again today. Which is what? The first, I, you didn't listen either, so why should I even answer the question? I, we cut the deficit by $160 billion, billion, B-I-L-L-I-O-N, dollars on the Medicare deal. We cut the deficit by raising the tax on people making uh, 55 corporations that made $40 billion to 15 percent, and the list goes on. So, but in terms of what he is proposing, is there any room for negotiation? What's he proposing? Did he tell you? Well, Did he, you he talked about no, 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 I'm not being facetious. Did he tell you what he's proposing? He, he was talking about the bill. Yeah, but what, what does it propose? Do you know? I'm not being a wise guy. No. As you all are very, guy. very informed people. Do you know what that bill cuts? He, there is a long list of things that it, it cuts. That no, no, saying. it doesn't say. It says, does it say what it's going to cut? Or just say generically it's going to cut? You get the problem. Yeah, the voice when he gets that voice where it's like slow and deeply, you have the problem. Like he's just like fading. But how is he going to like do debates? I mean, the DNC has made clear there's not going to be any Democratic primary debates, but you know, so they'll truck along until they get to the general election, but then there probably will be debates, no? Um, Usually well, I would, there are. I, would think so. I mean, I would, like, but how is he going to do that? And that's like another year from now. So he's, I mean, like, he he's a different guy now than he was in like 2019 when he started running for president. Oh, and that wasn't great either then. But I mean, he's obviously way different With than he was 20 years ago. But humanities. the group included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and 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 Joan. Shengang, I'm going to pronounce it right. Shanga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. That was tough. He had she his eyes closed for a I honor. Oof. Yeah. Uh, but at least, you know what? You've got Kamala if everything explodes. Everything is in context. My mother used to, she would give us a hard time sometimes and she would say to us, I don't know what's wrong with you young people. You think you just fell out of a coconut tree? <laughs> you exist in the context. 
of all in which you live and what came before you. <laughs> that is great. That is great. Painful. Painful. Uh, well, at least he has uh, really good flax working for him who can really spin all his accomplishments and everything too, right? Is there something Like Corrine Jean-Pierre? Not new, new, but we didn't get to her. Um, yesterday, where's that one that I had sent us? I thought I sent us. Um, the one where she's... He has tools that he's used to, to make sure that we do this. We actually deal with the immigration system in a humane way. Uh, and in a in a way that is uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border, and that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has it has um, it has uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than ninety percent. By more than ninety percent. That's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. So Twitter has attached a note to this, mm -hmm. saying. Uh, readers had it context they thought people might want to know. From 2016 to 2020, the average annual number of illegal crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border was 479,000. For mm -hmm. the years 2021 and 2022, the average increased significantly to 1,938,000. Ooh, and I wonder why they hate they hate uh, Elon. Yeah, but there's been a couple from the last few days where she's just all over the place. But yeah, border crossings, needless to say, are not down anywhere close to 90% or even down at all. The border crossings are uh, way up. So Title 42 is ending. Um, I mean, this was a pandemic policy, so obviously all the pandemic policies should end on the basis of the fact that there's not a pandemic, but it doesn't... The, the problem is not that Title 42 is ending. The problem is that we're replacing it with just letting everybody in, apparently. That, right. That what we're replacing yeah. it with is a humanitarian crisis on the border as more and more people come there. And we're just like at the start of the season, right? Isn't this when it starts going up for the year? It goes crazy in the spring and summer. And then... All these people are going to cross the border. There's nowhere yes. to put them. Towns are already freaking out. There's, I mean, like across the country, there's oh, yeah, problems. We're going to be screwed. Yeah, there's problems Steve. in Chicago. Steve Robinson at the Main yep. Wire has been reporting this on this in Maine. There's a bunch of dudes at the it's gonna hit, mayor's office in the town because these dudes from Maine. It's going to hit Massachusetts. There. Mass Fiscal yeah. is reporting on it in Massachusetts. Where in Massachusetts they're so, saying that we have hundreds of families that the state is now putting up in hotels where at normal times we have like maybe 10. It's out of control, it's going to be extremely, extremely costly. I mean, like, yes. people always make these arguments like, oh, in the long term, immigrants, da, 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 da. Yeah, sure. Like, that's great at the pace where you can absorb them. But the immediate right. effect of having people come into the country who have no sponsors, whose sponsors have kicked them out, who can't find their sponsors, who are, you know, not well, prepared it, it, to be uh, here at all. Yes, is who that, are going to have and going to need health care health care yes schools yes i mean like places to live driver's licenses assistance get like the, all these states are going to provide this this is going to be an enormous short-term cost here's mayorkas and he mm -hmm. gives a lie to the administration's hard line on this from, i'm so sorry <laughs> gary back from nbc news uh, you mentioned some of the immigration proceedings to pedro uh, are you prepared to start releasing migrants into the u.s without court dates and without a way to track them to reduce overcrowding so uh, when, uh, like other administrations, yeah, oh, there you go, here you go. When we release 
individuals, um, we release them on conditions. And their compliance... Not enforceable conditions, yeah, obviously. How does that work out, the conditions? <laughs> you promise you're going to show up to your court date three years from now? Uh, yeah? Okay, go on in, you little scamp. Please. With those conditions is absolutely necessary. And if they fail to comply, we will seek to apprehend them and remove them. We will look at all the qualifiers. Listen to the, all the qualifiers. If, if, if. Yep. Going back from NBC News, Sorry, uh, you mentioned some of the immigration proceedings. When we release individuals, um, we release them on conditions. And their compliance with those conditions is absolutely necessary. And if they fail to comply, we will seek to apprehend them and remove them. Uh, they are ultimately in immigration enforcement proceedings. But what we are speaking of, what you are inquiring of, is a, mi a minor is a fraction of the people that we encounter. In fact, the vast majority will be addressed in our Border Patrol facilities and our ICE detention facilities. Is that not a message that the border is open then to migrants? Oh, ab absolutely, uh, absolutely not. And I think you can ask the approximately 1.4 million people who were expelled, returned, or removed of... Yeah, it, it, he already, in another point, he, he mentions that if there's if facilities are packed to capacity, then they'll let people in, which is what's going to happen um, right. Friday at 12.01 a.m. Right, and the facilities are going to be disastrous conditions mm -hmm. because they're going to be overcrowded. They're going to be releasing people onto the streets in cities where people do not have transportation, do not have a place to live, do not have sponsors, do not speak the language. El Paso is already like a giant tent city of people brownsville is a mess like there's i mean there's reporters down here at the border reporting on this you can go look up the twitter videos it looks like refugee camps all on our entire southern border and and you can't they go out here and say oh title 42 is ending but definitely the border's not open wink wink meanwhile we won't even like enforce e-verify which by the way, like the fact that we won't enforce e-verify means that all the places like exploit these foreign workers that the left claims to care so much about that they get paid worse, lower wages and without like the proper protections and conditions on employment. And and, you know, so there's already liberals complaining that Ron DeSantis has demanded that people enforce e-verify in Florida and there's people complaining that it's like shutting down the construction sites. We can't afford to do it. <laughs> oh, really? You can't afford to do the construction with people who live here because you aren't paying people proper wages and all that stuff? Like, it, this is the issue. And, you know, the, I heard like anecdotally someone on Twitter saying, the, a guy that they knew who was in construction who didn't use illegal immigrant labor wanted them to start letting these people in legally because if they let the people in legally, then the other construction companies that were using illegal labor would have to start paying their labor like proper wages and they'd have to start charging prices that made sense with that because he was having to charge more because he wasn't using illegal immigrants. Right. So he yeah. wasn't like getting the bids and the jobs and stuff, you know? Yeah. So that's like, it's a conundrum, but like we won't even enforce e-verify 
on the companies that are here and that's on the companies yeah but you know that's a tough one because these companies need cheap labor because the cheap labor is around you know it, it, acme uh widgets has to use this cheap labor because you know b and b widgets uses this labor it's very i mean i, I it's, it's something that i'm i'm against but well, then we have to I, not let the people in. You know what I mean? Like, we won't even do the existing right. stuff that we have tools to do right now. Right. And and this is having an enormous impact on the day-to-day -day for people who live in border communities. And it's going to start having more of an impact on these other places. I mean, like Massachusetts, Maine, Chicago, D.C. All these places are going to have illegal immigrants. Come, being shipped to them and costing huge amounts because th this is what has always happened historically and we are at like tidal wave point this is going to yeah. be bigger than every other year before this because they've advertised that they're ending title 42 to the entire world but definitely not open wink wink don't <laughs> come wink wink so by the way there's a cut out there a clip out there of kamala harris which some of my moles say she is inebriated in. This is, this is from it the same It might just be her personality, speech. though. Everything is in context. My mother used to, she would give us a hard time sometimes, and she would say to us, I don't know. I heard this. I don't think that, that she sounded necessarily drunk. I think that's just her personality, is she's like that. Um, but yeah, did you get the KJP cuts that I resent you? Hang on, young lady. Phil. Um, so, well, I'm not sure which one I'm supposed to be setting up because I don't know which one you're going to play. So it's I'll start in the bottom. So um, this is when Biden gave a presser the other day about how he's um, going to hold the airline companies accountable if they delay your flight, yeah. which is really That's like the are. most important issue facing Americans right now. And the reporter asks her about it. About you know Memorial Day flights, but that's three weeks away from now. He said you know preparing, looking ahead to, to Memorial Day weekend. So it, it causes the question of you know is the president really focused on today's biggest issues when everyone in here is asking about Title 42, the debt ceiling, mass shooting over the weekend, and we didn't hear the president talk about any of those. Regular things. American families, everyday families, are thinking about Memorial Day weekend. They are. They are thinking about how are they going to travel with their family, with their kids. They care about what the president said today. So that does matter. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Facing the most important issues of our country. And then there was also this is her <laughs> trying to get the word rational out of her mouth. There's two things that happen in this one. It's not rational. Rational. It's not reasonable. And it's not practical for Congress to do to be doing what they're doing. For House Republicans to be holding us up. I think they should install her as vice president. <laughs> Why not at this point? So, yeah, between all of them, it's like Biden can't talk. Kamala Harris can't talk. <laughs> Corinne Jean-Pierre can't talk. I like Kamala. There's got to be somebody in the administration, like somebody left. The last talker left, Susan who can, Rice. Who can like spin stuff. She's gone though, isn't I she? I know, I just said last talker left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Secretary of Interior is an insane person. <laughs> Who's got her own problems? Uh, historic first as well. All the historic firsts are uh, quirky. Historic, to say uh, something else too. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, is there anybody competent in the administration? I mean, Buddha Judge can talk. I'll give him that. He can talk, but he's disinterested in the job. 
he somehow has made his job. He's uh, on space permanent relations. paternity leave. He's it's social justice. It's, it's like you're supposed to care about boats, Pete. And trains and highways, right. all kinds of things like that have to do with transportation. Yeah, um, it's a tough one, but but you know what? It's also it's also maybe America deserves another America's Trump versus Biden this t- election. This Turtle Boy video that he put out here: mm-hmm. a Boston teacher and city councilor Kendra Lara posts sex video with her children involved in the video. She's pantsless in this. And only Turtle Boy has it. The Boston Herald does not have it. And mm-hmm. nobody else. And they won't have, touch it now, probably because of him. And they only would want to steal it. And if they steal it, he's going to torch the reporter. And the reporter is going to be some pussy uh, zillennial who's going to cry to the editors, repeat, 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 repeat. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> it's remarkable. It's like you got Turtle Boy in Massachusetts, George Colley in Connecticut, and Steve Robinson in Maine. And mm-hmm. those are the th- those are the real media that's those th- are the only people that are doing anything. Yes, it's remarkable. It's just remarkable. What else is going on, Albie? Um, I mean, oh no, what I was going like to get ready to do the hot sauce. We to be have honest to with Let's you. do the hot sauce. Um, so this uh, Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, where you can leave shot shot messages, is brought to you by this delicious hot sauce chelsea fire wicked hot sauce which is now available in three flavors original bourbon and pineapple you can find them all at chelseafirehotsauce.com you can also find chelsea fire hot sauce at uh, market basket big y and other places you like to shop and by the way not only is it delicious and hot but they do donate five percent of the proceeds as well to the fallen firefighters foundation so you are doing a good thing also all right here we go I hope you're ready, Alice. I hope you're ready. I'm born ready. Nice. That sounded fairly attractive when you said that. Thanks. All right. Here we go. So let me get this straight. Alice says that she wants to get more into sports, and then she follows that up by sending Tom play-by-play about their daughter's softball game. Hmm. And Tom's Let me tell you, Tim, I learned exact- all about... The um, drop third strike rule and the history of it and why it exists the other day because I read up on it because I was curious about how that works. So, Well, there you go. It's to prevent the catcher from forcing a play, right? Well, that, that's why it's play. only when first base is empty or when there are two outs is to prevent them from getting a double play. But the, the original version of the rule existed because um, they didn't used to have strikeouts either. So both the three strikes and you're out and the drop, the drop third strike rule come from the idea that in original baseball before there was like a catcher and stuff right. was that after you threw three pitches, the ball was live and the player was running. And no they matter still what. do that. If you so watch the like, old time leagues, like there's one up mm-hmm. here in Newbury form, Newbury, Newbury report. Um, they still do that. Right. So three it's pitches soft. and you go regardless, basically was the idea back then. All right. Okay. Sending Tom play by play about their daughter's softball game. Mm-hmm. And Tom's reaction is to be exasperated, annoyed, whatever it might be. <laughs> Bro, read the tea leaves. What? What if Alice said she wants to get more, I don't know, intimate, my friend? You're going to be upset then? Come on. No. So she, but Make she... lemonade out of lemons, <laughs> my boy. She would express that to me if she's doing that. She's just, a, she's just 
autistic. I don't know. <laughs> she just had to send me stuff. I wanted you to know how your daughter was doing at the game. I don't know. I've never been diagnosed. Huh. I don't think people should claim medical diagnoses that they haven't been evaluated for. But anything's possible. I just wanted to um, bring up the uh, All You Can Eat podcast because yes. I just listened yes. to it. Hey. There was the Orange Julius. They were located in almost every mall. Yes. And mm. they used to sell hot dogs. It was one of their big menu items. That's I true. Know. But come on. You had to get the nachos. Because they, were, they, were, they, were, they stood alone in 1982 as the nacho distributor. It's not a national chain anymore. But they were pretty nasty. No, Orange Julius, I still think it is. It's just not what it used to be. Hmm. There is something that's branded Orange Julius, but it's not like it used to be with all the fake wood and stuff. They had a Wisconsin cheese dog that I just adored. It was delicious. Um, also, I think there is somebody, Fred's Franks on uh, Lake Quanapowit by the Rotary. He's there. What is where that's is Quanapowit is Wakefield, right? Oh, really? Fred's Franks, huh? In Wakefield. Wow. Uh, it's a. It's a moving stand, so it's like a food truck. Oh, okay. Um, they make really good Franks. I'll I'll just put a plug in now. Ooh. Also, I thought a toasted sub was a grinder. Like, if they take an Italian and they put it on a pizza tray and just slide it in the pizza oven for, like, four minutes and toast up the bread, I thought that was considered a grinder. I never looked up the etymology. And I thought that maybe... Before we go to this, the... um. This is the All You Can Eat podcast, by the way. If yes. you are looking for what he is talking about, it is in a separate podcast feed. Just search All You Can Eat podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to uh, Twitter where you can find the All at All You Can Eat pod and you can um, find it there. It, all the links to the different yeah. spots to I, listen to one that. Of the, I think one of the things that makes these, that makes a difference in subs, the, the, just the, the nouns different, is that like up here, in New England, generally you find all four hoagie, grinder, hero, or maybe not heroes, but you find all four of them. Mm-hmm. Alice should have ended that episode by saying, hot meat on a bun. Alice? <laughs> you should end all your episodes that way. Ooh. Thoughts? We'll, we'll talk about a it. A nice double entendre at the end of every All You Can Eat podcast? <laughs> well, I'll think That's about a great it. idea, Dr. Chesley. I'll think about that it. Most is... of my double entendres are unintentional. That is a great idea. Great idea. Okay, what the hell is going on in that leaky ship you call a house? Yeah, no kidding. You're thinking of cutting the cord? Yeah. Seriously, you guys have cut literally more cords <laughs> in your lifetime than 95% of America. <laughs> now it's time to cut the figurative cord. It's t- By the way, it should be said, you've How never done that. How will we watch that. the CNN town hall? Hold on. You've never done that? No. The the cord, the umbilical cord, is like <laughs> is like... Cat six wire. It's very <laughs> tough. It's not soft at all. 2023. Tom, I think I'm like five years older than you, and I did this like 10 years ago. You did? By the way, this is all aimed at Tom, of course. I'm always Team Alice. But get on the Thanks, stick. Tim. I'm telling you, you're going to be so happy. You're also going to realize you already were saying like you barely It's also a double things. entendre. Yeah. Well, get on the stick. Alice, clean it up. <laughs> You don't have to go from nerdy, uh, you know, choir girl to harlot in the nanosecond. Um, but I mean, the only thing keeping us from cutting the cord is is possibly a sports game. But seriously, I don't think we've watched wait one or two in the last year. And if that, 
We don't care, do we? I briefly got into the Red Sox playoffs last year. I mean, if they, maybe we should see, after we see the Portland Sea Dogs, we think. Or not weekend. last year, was that the year before? I don't remember. Some year I got briefly into the, the, the Red Sox playoffs. But the kids don't watch playoffs. that stuff. They could. No, there's no sports and there's no, um, I mean, like, the only other thing is the, um, some of the, like, cable news stuff. Like, watching election coverage is a pain if you don't have cable, I think. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You're also going to realize you already were saying like you barely watch anything on cable. Wait till you cut the cord and you start streaming things that you're actually interested in. Huh. We have some streaming things and we don't even wasted. like one on commercials, two on garbage you never watched. But let's go. Come on. Let's get on the stick it. here. Cut uh, that cord. Cut, cut that, that cord. cord. Mm. What? Why are you saying? Hmm? What if we can save like sixty bucks a month or hundred bucks a month? I don't. I mean. I don't know. We'd have to ask Verizon, but we get discounts on our cell phone bill too because we have like all three, oh. you know? So I don't know. We'd have to look into it. I, I don't know what it would end up being that we would save actually. But hey, Tom. Hey. And Alice. Hey. This is Mark from Canton. Hey, Mark. Hi, Mark. Uh, Tom. Yes. Please put the NPR voice filter. On the Yacht Bunny's voice. <laughs> God, when she is trying to yell over you and talk over no you. No kidding. It is unbearable Correct. in a sense, dude. <laughs> Correct. Please, we need that soft NPR filter badly. There you go. Okay. Thank you. And please respect the hand. I've got the hand in my house. I know what that means. Just shut up when she's talking so she doesn't Wait. have to yell. What? Okay. Thanks. What the heck just happened here? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Who was, me. Who was more? Uh, who was more the target of that? <laughs> I'm the victim here, no, my I'm friend. The victim. No. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and for all the lovely chat chat messages. Even if I was attacked, I still love them. Um, call anytime, and uh, yeah, you can do that at burnbarrelpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to all different places to listen to the podcast. If you want to join the Patreon live streams and watch live, you can do that at uh, patreon.com slash burn barrel. Uh, watch on YouTube, watch on Rumble after we upload the shows. Thanks so much. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.